of St. Peter's. And this, not everyone can go here. It's not open to the public. You have to apply for permission ahead of time, and then they only take groups of like 12 or less, and you have a guide to take you and explain things. <coughs> well, we got to do that one day. And I guess it's not really catacombs. What it is is St. Peter's is built on what used to be a pagan burial ground located outside the walls of the original city. And um, so it's called, pagan burial grounds are called, a, a pagan burial ground is called a necropolis, place of the dead, um, whereas the Christian burial ground is called a catacomb. Well, St. Peter was buried here. This is why this site was uh, picked. St. Peter was buried here when he was, after he was uh, martyred. And there was an early church erected here, I guess shortly after his death. Well, Constantine, back when he was emperor in the 300s, erected another church. And what he did, was see, this was a hill. You know, Rome has seven hills. This was one of the hills, Vatican Hill. He leveled the hill off. And when he did, he, I don't know, chopped off some of the catacombs, pushed the earth back, and leveled it off and built the church. Well, the present St. Peter's was not erected until like the 1500s. And, of course, the old St. Peter's was taken down, and evidently people had forgotten that this necropolis was under here. And it was not until, I think, in the late 1930s that it was discovered. And um, the bones, or what is believed to be the bones of St. Peter, were discovered. And um, so excavations are still going on down below. And uh, the reason they think these bones that were discovered are St. Peter's is because they did tests on them. The bones date from around the time of Jesus and or of a man. And they were wrapped in a purple cloak dating from around the time of Constantine and wrapped in gold thread. So this tend, researchers tend to believe that this is why this is, these are the bones of St. Peter's. Well, we were able to look at the bones. They had the bones in plastic little boxes. We were able to see them through a grate under the altar down below where the necropolis was. To me, they looked like mahjong cubes. You know, they didn't really look like bones. But it was very interesting to be down there and to see the different, uh, well, it was like rooms where a family would be buried. Uh, back before the time of Christ, they were in urns. The ashes would be in urns. And then as it got toward more Christian times, you'd have a sarcophagus, and the people would be in a sarcophagus, or one person would be in a sarcophagus. And our guide was very, very interesting. The other group that went down had a guide that was not interesting, and they said they couldn't understand half of what he said. But our guide was very, very good and told us an awful lot. Um, in fact, the whole time I was down there, I wish Jim could have been there because I knew he would really have enjoyed it. So much history in it and all. It was very, very good. But he told me something um, I didn't know. If you ever look at a sign, something that was chiseled in stone by the, the Romans, uh, you will notice that the letters 
up at the top are bigger. Each line, the letters get smaller and smaller. Well, the reason for this is the people back then did not wear glasses. So the top line would be the furthest away from your eyes, so it was the largest. And then as each line got closer to your eyeball, or to, you know, it was easier for you to see, the line would get smaller. So I thought that was really interesting. I had noticed that, but it never even thought of a reason why. I just thought, well, maybe that's the way they did it, but there was a reason for it. So that was very interesting. Then one day we went to, you know, when y'all had been there, we had gone to a catacombs, and I hadn't gone in because Jim and I had already been to a catacombs before. Well, we went to a different catacombs that was out on the outskirts of the city, and the lady who had given the lecture in Christian archaeology took us out to the catacombs and took us on a guided tour. And since I had one of the strongest flashlights with me, I was right there next to her so I could point to whatever she was talking about. So I was, you know, really getting it firsthand. And one of the priests went along with us and said mass for us down in the catacombs, which was very nice and interesting. Uh, then another time, one of the priests who uh, was working on his doctorate in Rome, who had also given us a talk, took us, he's a, a pretty good tour guide of places, he took us on a tour of the Forum, and that was a place that we had never been in either one of our trips there. So that was interesting to go and have him tell us exactly what was what and where things were. However, it's against the law for someone to conduct a tour unless they have a license. So he told them, he said, you know, if you see people look like they're following us or really watching us, he said, you know, just act like you don't know me, because <laughs> he could get in trouble and have to pay a fine if they thought he was giving a tour without a license. So I learned to use public transportation very well. In fact, I told Jim, I said, I was leading our whole group around. Uh, they didn't know where they were half the time. But we did real well. We walked a lot. Um, we uh, took public transportation. Which reminds me, did you ever get your papal blessing? Um, I, first time I've thought about it. I bought you all and arranged for a papal blessing to be sent. And I think it said it took 60 days. So what, that was in, when did I go? Into February, into March, and February. You ought to be getting it pretty soon. Maybe you'll have, had it, have it by the time this uh, tape, this package reaches you all. I also sent one to the girl that kept the kids. She had said she would like that. You know, I was asking her what I could do for her, bring, from a, bring her from Rome. She said, well, she would like a papal blessing. But one thing I thought was really tacky. Um, we went to the USO to get the papal blessing. And what it is is you pick out the uh, scroll like you want to have sent. They've got all different types, and they say different things, and they're different prices. And you write in what you want, who you want to send to, and then evidently uh, I guess they get it blessed or whatever by the pope. I don't know exactly how it works. But in the directions of how to go about all this, they say uh, very blatantly on the front, they say, Papal blessings may be only sent to practicing Catholics. And I thought that was very, very tacky. Uh, you know, not at all ecumenical. And uh, one of the girls had said, you know, she wanted to send one to somebody that wasn't a Catholic because she thought they would like to have it. And I said, well, I'd do it anyway. I said, you know, I just think that's really tacky. But we went to several religious bookstores um, that had religious articles. Never seen so many rosaries and holy cards and medals, I mean, huge bins of medals, just unreal. 
And of course, you knew how the nuns and priests were all over uh, Rome. But it was real enjoyable. Uh, got accosted on the street one day. We were a group of us had gone well for the forum tour. We were having to find our own way back to the hotel. And I was walking with two other girls, and I saw a fellow selling uh, paintings on the uh, street. And I was going. I wanted to look at him because I hadn't gotten Jim anything, and I knew he would like a painting. And as I stopped to talk to him about price, the other two girls kept walking on. What? Let me see you, Jimmy. You've got a little, you're just a little chap, probably from walking out today. Why don't you get a little lotion to put on, okay? Can you go get a little lotion to put on? I put a little lotion there, too. It's probably just chap skin because it was cool and windy today, okay? Um, so they were walking off down the street, and I was trying to talk to this fellow about price, and he kept lowering the price and lowering the price. But I saw my friends leaving, and I didn't want to stand there too long. I was afraid they might leave me. And I thought, no, no. And I was trying to break away, and he grabbed me and kissed me. He said, for you, such and such money. And I said, no, no. And I just ran away. And so by the time I caught up with him, they had gotten to the corner, and they turned around, and they said, well, we weren't going to leave you. We were going to stand here. And I said, yeah, but you don't know what happened while your backs were turned. So I told Jim, I said, well, you almost got a painting. I said, but, you know, you have to consider what happened. And at least my intentions were good. But one of the girls got her pocket picked or her uh, purse picked on uh, the bus. She had 10 mil in it in the little side compartment, which somebody took. Luckily, they didn't get her wallet in there. They had her ID and stuff. But it was the last bit of mail she had, so I lent her some mail to get home on because uh, she was my roommate there. And I wasn't on the bus with her. She was with another girl. And the other girl had a terrible experience. The buses are so crowded there. And the other girl was saying that since she was, you have to stand up, this man came to her and just started rubbing himself up against her and said she just didn't know what to do or anything. And uh, what she should have done is just stepped on his foot or, or elbowed him or something. But she just said she just didn't know what to do. And, and she said she was just so embarrassed. She didn't know how to handle the situation at all. So uh, every, she was telling everybody it happened. Of course, everybody got a real big kick out of it, thinking, oh, poor Marsha. <laughs> but uh, it was really an enjoyable time. We had uh, a lot of interesting moments and felt like we learned a lot and had good talks and things like that. And uh, then at the end of the conference, which was, well, it started Monday evening and it was over Friday We elected officers, and I was nominated to run as president, but I declined. I told them, you know, I said, you know, really feel flattered that I was nominated, but this being, since that was my first conference, I just didn't really feel qualified to take over as president and try to run something that, you know, I, my, that was my first time to go to. But, uh, you know, if we're here, if we extend for another year, I might possibly take a, an office next time. But it was really, really nice. I enjoyed it. I'd like to go back next year. Um, so then I had come back. Instead of coming back to Vigenza, I came back to Darby and rode home with Jim that Friday. And that's when I had gotten to see the house that we ended up taking. And it's a good thing we could... It's going to sting, honey, because it's chapped, okay? But darling, would you go put a little bass of trace in her arm? It's on trace, on chest.
fall asleep at. Um, as I was saying, though, it's a good thing we took our house, and we did, because yesterday, June was talking to the fellow who was right behind us on the housing list, and he has still now not found a place. There's just been nothing to come open. He was told there would probably be a place coming open the end of the month. But, you know, that's two months after we were able to move into our place, so I'm all in all, I'm glad we took it when we did, even though it was not exactly the thing I wanted when I first saw it. I thought, oh, you know, I mean, I've got to live here. Uh, but the place looks nice. I've gotten all my draperies now. They're all up. Um, I ordered a rug for the front hall, and it came this week. Got it out. Uh, I've got a throw rug for the kitchen I still need, but it hasn't come. And so... Little by little, things are shaping up. We want to get a garden in. We're still burning leaves and pine straw and stuff. Haven't gotten that completely done. Jim put out some grass seed yesterday. Got my marigolds in my window boxes, and hopefully they'll start growing now. The weather's getting nicer. So it looks pretty nice. Um, let's see what else is new here in the great land of... Campo Darby. Still haven't, huh? Domani land, you know, everything is Domani, Domani. Hey, these people are tagged or something else. People's in, people in the shops here, the stores, do not seem to be as friendly as um, the chins. I guess they're kind of jaded with all the tourists and everything. Um, they're just not as nice or friendly. Uh, however, the neighbors most part seem to be nicer. Uh, Susan's got a little Italian friend across the street. Her father came over one day to see if he, she could go with him. He wanted to take some rocks somewhere, go get some rocks or something. And, you know, had a couple of Italian kids over that I've met. And like I told you, the fellow down the street, the electrician came and did the work and um, didn't let, wouldn't let me pay him or anything, so I took a bottle of French wine down to him, gave it to his wife. Seen him a couple times since then. He's very friendly. Um, honey, it'll be okay. Um, so, let's see what else. What have the kids done cute here? Trace had diarrhea. Well, he had a spot of it last weekend, and then we cleared it up, put him on the diarrhea diet, and he was going okay for a couple of days, and then it came back. He's only been twice today, but it's breaking his little hiney out, and they're, not, they're just not normal. So I put him back on the diet. Um, I've stopped letting him drink regular water, the tap water. I've put him on bottled water. Our water here is kind of strange. Um, there are a lot of people that won't drink it. They go to Post and get their water. They have these big 20-liter plastic containers in their kitchen, and they get their, their water on Post. Uh, a lot of people buy their water. And they, I've heard a lot of various rumors that you should not drink the water in Terenia. Well, then other people drink it in the wintertime, but not the summertime. It's supposed to be okay in the wintertime, but not the summertime. Well, we've been drinking in the wintertime. I don't think it's bad. Um, you know, you always have to get used to water wherever you go. But in the summertime, I have heard that you don't want to drink the water because with all the tourists here, the water table gets very low, 
and if you go to wash your dishes or whatever, you get a sink full of sand along with your water. So it's advised that you get your water elsewhere during the summertime. Well, we went out and bought a big plastic 20-liter container today so we could go start getting our water on post. But then we found out it had a leak, so I've got to take it back to the place uh, that I got it from in town, I guess Monday if they're open. Um, but I'm thinking maybe, you know, that's what Trey's getting his diarrhea from is the water, so I've started him drinking the bottled water. And as soon as we get a, a container, I'm going to start getting water on post. But it hasn't affected any of the other, the rest of us, but maybe because his system is um, not as developed or whatever, it may be affecting him. Trey had his first haircut at the barber's last week. I told the fella, you know, I didn't want a GI haircut, and it was real cute, mainly thinned out, because you know how it was, it was put a bowl on it and just trimmed around, but it's still a little over his ears and kind of long, but it's just more layered look, and uh, looks real cute on him, looks very different with it, but I told Jim, I said, I, I never appreciated those Dennis the Menace cartoons of him going to the barber until we took Trey because he was terrible. He screamed and hollered the whole time. I sat in the barber chair and held him. Jim held him down. Another barber held him down, and then a second barber cut his hair, and he was still a handful for us. Uh, Jim was able to take a few pictures while he was getting having his hair cut, so it'll be interesting to see what they look like. But it's amazing. His hair turned out as well as he did with his, as uh, much as he was moving around and screaming and hollering. But I, I, I know they were glad to see us go and hope we don't come back anytime soon. But he looked real cute. He used to have a little suit on him with a red bow tie and just really yeah, looked on him. Yeah. Oh, honey, I just, I don't know anything else to do for it. I think if you would go get in bed and close your eyes and go to sleep, it will feel better in the morning, okay? And then try something else on this, okay? Mommy doesn't know what else she can do right now. Let's let the bastard try something. Lauren's got some kind of skin ailment. In fact, I'm going to have to take Susan to the clinic when uh, the doctors get back. Our, uh, all hospital staff left to go out in the field a week ago, and they're going to be gone another week, so all they're seeing is emergencies and sick call. I think they only left one doctor here. But um, she's... I don't know. She's always had skin problems. Kind of, you know, like how Kristen had her gradu on her fingers. Well, she's had this gradu on her, like, her elbow where it bends inside. And when I put the cortisone cream on it, it clears up. But when I stop using cortisone, it comes back. You know, she's got this place in the lobe of her ear where her ear joins her, her face. And it looks raw and yucky looking. Of course, getting her to use her medicine is something else. And I tell her a million times and still she doesn't do it get very irritated with her at times. Um, she's got that skin thing, so I'm probably going to have to take her. Uh, let's see, what else? What has Trey done? He's learning new words. He's still not very talkative. I have yet to see a child his age who talks any less than he does. They all seem to be quicker as far as talking. 
astray. Um, however, he's still stacking those blocks like crazy. You know, one night this week, he had 12 of them stacked on the coffee table. He might have stacked more, but he just he only had 12 that he was playing with. But he's doing real well with his puzzles. He does puzzles well. He's learning his animals. Uh, he loves that Fisher-Price barn that Susan has. He gets it out. Of course, all animals are dogs or cats. He knows the dogs and he knows the cats, and all other animals are dogs and cats, except he knows ducks, and all geese, chickens, roosters, etc., are um, ducks. So it's, it's either a duck or it's a cat or it's a dog. All people are babies. No, all children are babies. All mannequins are babies. Uh, oh, I've got to tell you what he said. It's so cute. He knows juice, but any other liquid is muh, you know, milk. And, you know, he was like this when y'all were there. He was saying muh, muh. Well, it's still muh. The only thing is he doesn't distinguish between water and milk. Water is muh and milk is muh. But I'm trying to, you know, really make it a point when I give him, I say milk. And when I give him um, water, say water. Well, we, I guess we hadn't been in the house too long. Uh, we took a trip down to Marina de Pisa, which is a little town next to us, down the beach where Lauren goes to Azilo and where the hardware store is located. And of course, it's along the road and you can see the waves and everything. Well, he saw the water out there. And he jumped up in my lap through the Cinquecento and just about went crazy, going, Mo, Mo, Mo. And I thought, oh no, he's calling the water Mo. And, uh, was telling him, you know, no tray, it's water, water. So the other day, uh, well, Thursday when we went to Pisa, we we're riding along the same road, and, he sees, and then we turned and ride along the Arno River there, because the Arno uh, empties in right there to the sea at Marina de Pisa. And the whole time he's standing up going, muh, muh, and then it, the river would disappear behind some uh, buildings or whatever, and he'd, he'd put his hands out and say, gone, 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 and then he'd see the water coming in again, and he'd jump up and go, Ma, Ma. And I said, you know, it's going to be bad. Here he starts playing in the water at the beach and everything. And he'll say, you know, go swimming in the mug, go play in the mug. But I can't get through to him that it's not mug, that it's uh, water. He's really funny. Uh, let's see what Lauren's doing. She's... trying to learn how to skate, not having much success at it. She doesn't want to fall, which is her big problem. She fell once and got a bad bruise in her fanny. She doesn't want to fall anymore, so she's not having very much success at skating. The kids skate in the street in front of our house. Uh, but she wants to learn to skate. Of course, she still entertains herself very well. She'll get up all her dolls and she'll line them up and she just plays house and has, has the best time. Uh, still imitating everything Susan does, you know, Pete and repeat, personified. And uh, Susan is enjoying school. Of course, like I said, she's getting that obnoxious stage. She's getting sassy, getting spankings for that. Um, hasn't lost any more teeth. She's got a bottom one that's loose. It'll probably be coming out soon. Told her, I said, your mouth looks like a jack-o'-lantern mouth with all the spaces up top part of her mouth. She went to the dentist. They took all the kids over to the dentist within the last few weeks to have their teeth checked and cleaned. And she didn't have any cavities, so she's doing real well that way. 
Candy was in a candy store or pasticceria right next to the place that has the silver crystal. So if you like this type of candy, uh, let me know and I can get you some more there too. Haven't found the Mozart candy anywhere and haven't found that other type of candy either. Well, you know, I look wherever we go. I'm, kids are always saying, they have grandma's candy in there, Mom? Sticking my head in, checking it out. So, so much for that. Thank you for doing all the things I asked you to do in the letter about the jewelry and all, and the note cards. Um, can't think of any more news here. Thanks for all the Easter goodies. In fact, I think I may go have a piece of candy right now. Jim and I are getting weary tonight. We get the kids to bed. We stand and have a piece of candy. Um, so, I guess I'll depart. Let us hear from you all. Ciao. Love you both. Let us hear from you.
down the office, he was opening a window and it was stuck and he pushed with his hand, his hand went through the pane of glass and made a very bad cut on the side of his right hand, fortunately. Now, could have cut off his little finger, but he, he cut very, very deep cuts and he was sent to the doctor who took 10 stitches in his hand and the stitches have all come out now and he's healed, although he says it's still a bit tender. He has become interested in a girl who works at the, his office. She's um, a mobile girl and he's taken her out several times, borrowing my car each time. Um, he said that um, my car had a radio in it and he liked to play the radio, but of course I think he feels that she'd be ashamed to be seen with him in that piece of a junk that he has, and I don't blame him. He got a nice little bonus last week, I think $150 bonus, and he's supposed to get a promotion, which will be an increase of, quite a, a handsome increase in salary also, but um, I don't know when this will take place. I heard on the news the other night that the Pope was in Livorno, and um, I wonder if you all got a chance to see him there. I'm glad you sent those books. I gave some of them to grandmother to read, and I'm going to get daddy started reading again, too. Every night, if he wants to play Scrabble, and that's the only time I have time to do anything in the house and straighten out anything, is I'm running all day long with us. I'm out in the yard working with flowers, and incidentally, there's a, we ha I have a tomato growing on one of the vines in the greenhouse and um, my tomato seed plants are up. Some that volunteered from last year, from this uh, tomatoes that got from the ground, we just let them stay last fall, have um, sprouted. They have some plants growing in the garden as well as some um, tomato seeds, some tomato plants, some parsley, some chives, some um, uh, peppers, and some flower seeds also growing in the greenhouse. A little bit reluctant to put any tomato plants out because we could, it's not inconceivable that we could have a frost within the next um, couple of weeks. As I recall, when John was born on April 7th, Good Friday, we had to go out and scrape ice off the windshield before Daddy took me to the hospital. So. We're just keeping our fingers crossed right now. Usually they say the last week in March is a good time to put out plants because, uh, vegetable plants, because I think the likelihood of freeze is very remote, but not freeze, but frost is very remote. So, um, but it can happen. Let's get back to setting books. I'm gonna, as I said, I'm going to have to get Daddy started reading again so I can do something at night. Because every night he says, let's play Scrabble. Well, Thursday night we watch TV, and and Monday night uh, I watch TV till about 9. We, Daddy, I watch one thing in one channel, and Daddy watches something else. And then we've been listening to Beethoven on the um, uh, public broadcasting while we play Scrabble.
doesn't have anything, if there's nothing on television he wants to watch, he goes to bed. Unless he plays scrap, wants to play scrap, so I feel so I'm entertaining him. So now I'm uh, going to get him started on reading something else so I can do some things that I want to do. I took the dad's costumes that you all used to have that were up in the attic to this um, children's resale place and gave them to this woman on consignment. She may or may not sell them, at least I've got them out of the house. So um, if I could just get rid of these evening clothes now. The, uh, there's one resale place that, where they might take prom dresses, so I'm going to take yours and Lee's over to her and see if she can sell them. This, is, of course, is a bad time of the year to try to sell even because I should have advertised them, I should have tried to sell them back in the fall when everyone was buying clothes, because you know, uh, fall and winter are very busy seasons for evening clothes around here. As a matter of fact, I heard on national news that Mobile, Alabama was second to Los Angeles in the um, um, sale and rental of uh, men's formal wear. So you can see uh, how much people dress and how busy the um, life is here in the fall and winter. We bought, bought a gym set for Trey for trip, and Daddy sank the post in concrete over the weekend. Well, he did it Friday because the men were here laying the concrete for the slab for the patio and the carport and the driveway. So he took some of the concrete and uh, set the post in, in it. But he has lost his instructions for assembling the balance there. I believe there are two swings and a seesaw and a slide, which will be, it's small, but it will be sufficient for the baby. Last week there was a mission in the church. We had two redemptorist priests come. They weren't particularly inspiring, but uh, we uh, made the mission anyhow. This coming Friday, I will be helping.